0: If you would like us as a church to pray for you, please email prayer at springmount.church. Or sign up on our website for monthly news straight to your inbox. Hello, Springmount Church, and anyone else that's tuning in today. For the foreseeable future, we are going to have to live and function in very different ways to what we're used to. Uh, this brings fear and uh, worry. And uncertainty and most definitely the unknown about where we find ourselves but straight from the off today I want to read a verse from Luke chapter 12 um, verses 22 and 23 that's two verses that says then, then Jesus said to his disciples therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or about your body what you will wear for life is more than food and the body is more than clothes um, and this verse just tells us that even in all the uncertainty that Jesus is the same Yesterday, today, forever. His promises are true and his hope endures. Um, Jesus himself said we would have trouble in this world, but he has overcome the world. So over the coming weeks, we're going to deliver a word for Sunday at 11am. Uh, there'll be a YouTube worship playlist that is chosen by the worship leader for each week. And you can uh, worship before listening to the word. And it'd be great that we can be united even though we are apart. part um, we may even consider having a shorter word daily if that's something uh, that you would appreciate and access then please let us know by commenting uh, below this video on facebook or by emailing johnny at springmount.church because it'd be great to listen each day to what god is saying through his word Um, and so we're going to carry on with our our series and uh, normally we might have changed it but actually today the the verses we were going to choose i think are probably very appropriate because we've been looking at how different people pray in the Bible, and today we were looking at Jonah. Now I know that the ladies in church looked at Jonah in some detail on their Ladies' Day recently. Uh, I haven't heard what Claire spoke on, but I want us to see how he prayed. So I'm going to crack straight on, and we're going to read the whole of Jonah chapter two, uh, which is the prayer of Jonah. He was isolated. He was in a dark place. He'd been uh, thrown overboard. He would. He was swallowed by this huge creature, and. Um, Yeah, he didn't know the end story. He didn't know the big picture. Uh, We can look at this prayer knowing that he was rescued, that he was saved. But actually Jonah wasn't aware what was going to happen next. He knew he hadn't drowned. Um, So let's read what he had to say. So Jonah chapter 2, reading from verse 1. From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God and he said, In my distress I called to the Lord and he answered me, From deep in the realm of the dead I called for help and you listened to my cry. You hurled me into the depths, into the very heart of the seas and the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said I have been banished from your sight yet I will look again towards your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me, the deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head, to the roots of the mountains I sank down. And the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. So remember, at this point in the story, Jonah had run away from God, he'd rebelled, he decided he didn't want anything to do with what God wanted him to do. He he didn't want to go in and tell the people of Nineveh uh, that important message that they needed to change their ways. And he'd run away, he'd ended up endangering other people, and was now stuck in a dark, dank place. Um, as I say, we know the big picture, but he didn't. So let's look at three particular parts of this prayer of Jonah's and that might encourage us to pray at this time where maybe as a nation, as a world, we've been very disobedient to what God wants and maybe we can uh, look at at what he expects. So verse 2 says this, In my distress I called to the Lord and he answered me. From deep in the realm of the dead I called for help and you listened to my cry. The first thing we learn from this is that God answers and God listens. You know, um, recently, <laughs> myself and Joel were in our house. We uh, live a little bit in the uh, sticks near Askham, and uh, not that that's any slight on people from Askham, but uh, yeah, recently we were in our house and uh, I was in the lounge and I heard this cry of "Dad, Dad!" this this, this absolutely anxious, this squeal from my 22-year-old son clearly distressed and I wondered what on earth was happening so I went to see and opened the door and there on the landing outside the door was a bat flying around and around on the landing and Joel was trying to catch it in a towel but neither of us can cope with flying animals and Joel (laughs) Joel and myself ended up uh, barricading ourselves in the lounge and hoping that the girls came home soon to rescue us but uh, I did hear his cry for for help I heard that distress there's something in me that heard my son shout out um, i didn't go and help him that much because i was more scared than him because i'm a wuss when it comes to flying creatures but i heard his cry and that is the difference god hears our cries and he pays attention he listens and he answers but he also sees the bigger picture already in the crisis that we're currently going through it's been pointed out that pollution in many places has dropped that the air is clearer That wildlife is more evident than for a long time in places that have scared them away. That God knows the bigger picture and I believe that he wants us to cry out to him. You know, I want my son to cry out to me when he's worried or upset. Even if it is a bat that I can't help him with because I'm more scared than he is. But God is bigger than the problems. Uh, I read a quote this week that said maybe we should stop talking to God about our problems and start talking to our problems about our God. Because he is bigger than the mountains that we face. You know, Jonah acknowledges God at the very beginning of this prayer. He recognises that God listens, that God cares and that God answers. And that is our experience today, that God listens, that he cares and he does answer. Maybe the problem is that we aren't really listening to God. Just after Solomon completed the temple, God said these words, which have been really important to us as a church over the last five years and more. In two Chronicles chapter seven, verses fourteen to sixteen, it says, "If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever." My eyes and my heart will always be there. These verses say, if my people will humble, in other words, acknowledge that God is bigger, and pray, in other words, cry out to God for help, and turn from our wicked ways. Well, what does that mean? We don't like that term wicked, and I don't think any of us uh, today would look at ourselves and think of us in those terms. But what does it mean? Well, it can mean all sorts of things. You know, One of the things this week on Friday night where people... We're told that um, pubs, clubs, restaurants were shut in. Well, there was a desperation for one last party or night out when even the advice was to stay in and and don't mix too much. Or maybe it's it's those things we, we start doing when we're told we shouldn't do them. Well, maybe it's time we started listening to God rather than complaining about him not listening to us. And I believe that's the first lesson we can learn from Jonah, that he does listen, but maybe we're not listening well enough. Verse 6 in Jonah chapter 2 in this prayer says this To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in forever. But you, Lord, my God, brought my life up from the pit. So the first thing we hear is God listens and he answers. The second thing we hear is that God can lift us out, that God can lift us from the pit. Jonah acknowledges not only that God listens, but Jonah acknowledges his personal situation, that he's trapped, that he's trapped in a pit, that he's trapped in a difficult situation. I don't know if you've ever been trapped or felt trapped, but um, we've had several occasions I can think of. Uh, I can remember Joel once getting uh, locked in a a hotel toilet and we just couldn't get him out. Um, But I remember myself one morning, I was on my way uh, getting ready for work, and I went into our lounge and the door shut behind me and the locking mechanism on the, on the door, um, the lounge door, meant that we couldn't open the door and I was trapped. Um, I was trapped. I couldn't get out. I had to phone work and explain that I would be late. The, the embarrassing thing was the fact that I had to say to them, I'm trapped. I can't get out of my lounge. <laughs> um, my wife and children are laughing at me. Uh, nobody's being very sympathetic. It was a bit harsh. Uh, it was unpleasant, but it wasn't life-threatening. And it's not pleasant to be trapped. It's not pleasant to be stuck. And Jonah here in this passage says, I'm in a pit. And the answer he gives is that God brings his life up out of the pit. That only God can lift us up. David in the Psalms says a very similar thing. Psalm chapter 40 verses 1 to 2 says this, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. Again it says God hears. But then verse 2, He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. Again, God hears and God lifts. You know, sometimes in life we can fall into traps of behavior or addiction or just simply routines that we seemingly can't get out of. Jonah, even in this passage, uses the word sheol, which literally means hell. He needs help to get out of this hole he's in. Do you ever feel trapped? Do you feel overwhelmed by life and some of our past decisions that keep us down and helpless? You know, many of us at the moment are having to self-isolate. I know that myself and Roz this week have had to keep ourselves uh, to ourselves in terms of our rooms, and actually, it's been difficult. It's not it's not normal for us to just um, stay in the house and to not go out and to to do the things we normally do. So maybe you feel overwhelmed by this situation. Maybe you feel trapped by this isolation. You know, the children that are being sent home from school, the advice is that they don't go and play out, but that is just goes against their natural natural tendencies, their natural desires. But do we feel trapped? Do we feel overwhelmed? And do we feel trapped by some of our past decisions that keep us down and helpless? Well, God sent Jesus to rescue us. He sent him into our pit of a world and he can put our feet on a rock. What is a rock? A stable place to stand firm. You know, it gives me images of tough mudder. I don't know if you've seen those videos of people running, um, people running these races covered in mud, covered in muck, and trying to climb over walls or up, up hills that it just seems impossible because they're covered in this slime that just stops them from getting over these difficult situations. Well, Jesus says, I hear you let me help. Jesus sees we're in a pit. Jesus sees that we're trapped. He sees that we're stuck in this hole and he says, let me help. Yet so stubbornly we often try and do things our own way and in our own strength. The second thing is God wants to lift us out of our pit this morning. The last part of the prayer, Jonah chapter 2 verses 8 to 9 says this, Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I, with shouts of praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. The third thing we read of Jonah's prayer is that he acknowledges God saves. When we first started this series on prayers, I asked what are we clinging to? And we've seen in the past weeks... We can't cling to lots of things we thought were guaranteed you know as a Liverpool fan, I've been clinging to the hope of winning the title and yet there's been so much confusion as to whether they'll even finish that season It's not guaranteed this week we've seen the sad uh, the sad news of schools shutting of, of students who will not get to finish this school year, who may even not get to sit proper exams who may feel that the impact that's going to have on their career maybe people. Are worried about their their jobs, about their careers, people worried about their friends and family. We cannot cling to many of these things. We can't even cling to toilet roll and pasta. And if you do, you'll probably get into a bit of a fight in the supermarket. The only thing we can know for certain in this life is we can cling to our faith in God in all of this. That God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And we can cling and trust in his unfailing love you know Jonah's prayer teaches me that in uncertain times God listens so speak to him in uncertain times God can lift so let him and in uncertain times God saves so allow him to be your saviour he sent Jesus into this pit to die on a cross so that we could be saved that we could be removed from this pit that we've dug that we can be taken out of this difficulty that we will can be we can be we can be given a hope for the future many people even as i'm talking now will say well where is god in the middle of all this panic where is god in the middle of this virus and this national worldwide international crisis i say this i say god is in the many people serving their communities and trying their best to help vulnerable people i say god is in the hospitals giving strength to weary doctors and nurses. I say God is in our chemists, helping them to keep going. I don't think God is in the angry mob at the supermarket. I don't think he's in the selfish actions of the few. But to all of us he says this, Turn to me now, humble yourselves, stop being so selfish, turn from your old ways and pray to me. And what is his promise? Well his promise is this, if we take these steps he will come and heal our land the question is do we believe that this morning do we believe that God wants to make a difference I believe that God uh, for too long has has just allowed us to not listen so this morning maybe it's time for us to start listening to what God has to say maybe it's time to acknowledge him to acknowledge the one who saves who lifts who listens to acknowledge the one who loves us and to acknowledge the one who even in the darkest of days can bring hope And can bring faith. You know it says verse 8. Those who cling to worthless idols. Turn away from God's love for them. But I with shouts of grateful praise will sacrifice to you. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. Jonah didn't know what was going to happen next. Jonah didn't know what the end point of this story was. Jonah knew that God was the only one who could save. What if in the midst of all of this difficulty, in the midst of these dark days, more of us turn to God and recognise that he is the one who can give eternal hope. He is the one who loved the world so much that he gave everything for it. And yet so often we've chosen to not listen. So often we've chosen to ignore his advice. Just like many people are ignoring the government advice at the moment, we think we know best. Well God says he knows best. God says he is love. God says, come to me, all who are weary. God says, cast your cares upon me and I will sustain you. Jonah's prayer says this, God listens, God answers, God lifts and God saves. So what are we going to do? Are we going to spend more time complaining? Are we going to spend more time fighting? Are we going to spend some time speaking to the one who can make a difference in all of this situation? Have a great week. If you need any help, then please do contact us through our website or through our social media pages. And uh, hopefully the quality of these videos will get better. And uh, also we'll be able to give you uh, more daily reflections to go on. But stay safe. And as I say, if there's anything, any way we can help or if there's anything we can pray for, then please do drop us a line. But for now, have a blessed Sunday. God bless.